0: Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When you're dating, it can be so easy to get caught up in the stress and anxiety of every situation. Why aren't they communicating? Why didn't they text me back? Am I getting ghosted? Why is this happening again? Why can't someone commit? I've asked myself all these questions too, more times than I can count. You wouldn't believe what happens when you approach these situations with a different mindset and focus on solutions instead of problems. Whether you want to be a better problem solver or a better dater, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash other people today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash other people. Hey guys, it's Alana and you're listening to Seeing Other People Unfiltered. Each Thursday on Unfiltered, I'll be bringing on a different anonymous guest to open up about their real life dating experiences. We'll discuss what they went through or are going through, how they navigated it, what they've learned, and what advice they have to anyone else going through something similar. Unfiltered is your reminder that no matter what you're going through, you're not alone. If you have a topic that you'd like to discuss on Unfiltered, please email your story to Podcast at gmail.com to be considered for an episode. Real people, real stories, real life. This is Seeing Other People Unfiltered. On today's episode of Unfiltered, I sit down with a 27-year-old woman from New York City who recently decided to explore her sexuality and come out as bisexual. She shares what her experience was like, what led to this exploration, what her first dating app and dating experiences with a woman were like, and what some common misconceptions about bisexuality are and what being bisexual actually means. She also shares what it's like to date both men and women, some of the ups and downs of dating each gender and what she would advise to anyone else who's questioning their sexuality and might want to come out. As always, Seeing Other People and Seeing Other People Unfiltered are sponsored by Mindset Wellness CBD. If you haven't tried Mindset Wellness CBD's products, you are missing out on a happy day a calm day feeling happy feeling focused feeling restful and more mindsets that you can actually choose with mindset wellness cbd so head to mindset and if you want which you should want 10% off use code seeing other people at checkout for free shipping and 10% off all right so let's get into it all right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I am thrilled to have you. Would you mind introducing yourself and what you're here to talk about in your own words?
1: Yes. Um. I am a 27-year-old bisexual woman, currently single and living in New York City, um, single and out there mingling, ready to find my person, whoever that is, whatever that means. I mean, I'm here today to just talk about sexuality. For me, I identify as bisexual and what that means. Um, Yeah.
0: Perfect. Well, again, thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited. We haven't really delved into the kind of sex like exploring sexuality on the podcast and I am really excited to finally be doing that and of course be having you take us into that world so why don't we start with if you could just explain what it actually means to identify as bisexual
1: Yes. Awesome. Um, So to identify as bisexual means to be attracted to more than one gender. So, you know, common misconceptions are that if you identify as bisexual, it means you're just attracted to men and women. Um, So, you know, some people can see that as, oh, are you transphobic? Are you not open to, you know, gender fluid and all of everything that encompasses that? And Um, it's, it's not that it just means that you're attracted to more than one gender. So it's not just men, it's not just women. Um, it's all of the above. So for, for me, I, I, um, really the term bisexual is what fit best for me and what I identified most with. So that's what I go with.
0: I'm really, really glad you explained that because I'll be the first to admit that I didn't know that. And I feel really dumb for not knowing that, especially when like I've worked in the dating world and I have done research on like dating and exploring your sexuality and all of that when, especially when I was at Hinge. And I am embarrassed to say that I didn't know that, but I think it's because we hear bi and we think of like Mm -hmm. like, bi-weekly or bi-weekly meetings, which is every other, which is like a form of two. So you think like, oh, like, to genders men and women but i'm really really glad you pointed out that that's a common misconception and hopefully already a lot of listeners have learned something today
1: totally totally um and you know i love that you're open and honest about that because at that especially with this th- these types of conversations you want to be open and honest and ask any questions um so you know while we're on the topic you know a lot of people when I, you know, mentioned that I'm bisexual, the, like, their their go-to first question is always, oh, so does that mean you want to have a threesome? And that's, really, yes, yes. What? I, I would uh, not think that. Yes, yeah. And within the LGBT community, and especially for, you know, people who identify as bi, that that can really be, like, an offensive question to ask because that's not what that's not what it means. And and if you've ever, if anyone listening has ever asked that question, do not worry. It is totally okay. We are all here learning, but just something to be aware of. But yeah, that really, really does come up often.
0: Wow. Yeah. I like did not expect, I feel like there are a lot of things that I would like guess that people would say in, in response to it, but that's not one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but okay. Learning new things again already. Yeah. We're like three minutes in loving it. Okay. So for you, what was your, I guess, dating and sexual life like prior to exploring your sexuality? And and when did you actually begin to think to yourself, you know what, like, maybe I'm not just interested in men.
1: Totally, totally. So I would say before, you know, growing up, um, definitely only had sexual experiences and dating with men. Um, it was I- exclusively men. I had never kissed a girl, never anything like that. Um, and I—it's funny. I'd always, you know, people when you're younger, you talk about, oh, like, are you gay? Are you this or whatever? And my line was always, oh, I know I'm not gay because I'm attracted to men. And mm-hmm. which now looking back is so funny because it's like, okay, you're attracted to men, but you're also attracted to women. And, but there wasn't really that exposure for me growing up that that could really be an option. Like there was one person who I, I look back on when I was younger and even when people talked about it, people sort of talked about it in like a, oh, he's like faking and making it up sort of way. So it was like not, it wasn't really there as an opportunity for me to really explore it, especially because I so, so knew and that I had an attraction to men. Um, so that was like generally I'd say growing up my experience. Um, and when I started to question it, I'm not totally really, really sure. When I when I look back, I was doing a lot of, you know, I, I mentioned earlier the question about threesomes and how it's offensive and whatever. But for me, I was I was doing a lot of research on in relationships, threesomes and how do you navigate it and polyamory and all of these things. Um and looking back now, I I think I view I viewed it as like a socially acceptable way for me to be like, oh, I'm I'm a straight woman, but I want to introduce women in these sort of settings. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was I think that for me that was like the first inklings. Um, yeah. And then you're gonna laugh at this um, when I really the first time that I was really like, okay, yes, I I. I think this is something that I want to explore was when I was like, I want Sophie Turner to be my girlfriend. Shut the <laughs> <fuck>
0: up.
1: <laughs> like,
0: oh, you know, God. like, it was
1: like, I, I realized like I have an, a, a real attraction to a woman yeah.
0: and so then
1: yeah hilarious um and so then I just was like okay let's 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 explore this let's see and it was something that I was just sort of aware of for me internally like oh it's like a celebrity thing oh it's whatever and then I sort of began to be like okay let's explore this more internally and what that could mean for me
0: yeah, that's really interesting to hear. And yes, I did laugh at that. I still am, um, and I'm shocked. Okay, so backstory: anonymous and I do know each other outside yes. of this recording, and I'm I'm shocked that I didn't actually like know know that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. So when you say that you were researching things like polyamory and and threesomes and different type of sexual experiences, like what? by researching, what were you doing? Were you actually Googling? Were you talking to people? What, what did that consist of?
1: Awesome. Awesome question. Definitely wasn't talking to people, um, except my therapist. I was definitely exploring these topics with him. Um, I was, I would say that when I was looking, starting to do that research, I was in a relationship with a man. Um, it wasn't like the healthiest of relationships, but I was, so I was just like exploring things. Um, and definitely, lots of Googling, lots of different websites, but I was also watching, um, YouTube videos and, and interviews. And there was like a red table talk, um, that talk explores polyamory. And I, and I watched that. So really just anywhere that I could, you know, do the research without asking people, because one, I wouldn't mm-hmm. know where to look, who to ask. And I also didn't I, I was afraid to like, you know, bring these things up with my friends and I would mention it here or mention it there and they would like laugh or roll their eyes. Um and and, in totally in a in a friendly, playful, non-judgmental way. But mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I'm so thankful for the internet because if not, I I don't know what I would have done.
0: Yeah. I think we have a lot of things to thank the internet for in these days. <laughs> <States. laughs> um, including our friendship in a way. But, so yeah, yeah so Okay. So what was it like when you first brought it up, I guess, to your therapist? And then from there, how did you decide like, okay, maybe this is something I really do want to explore and and experiment with?
1: Totally. Um, So I have a really, really great relationship with my therapist, which, you know everybody should. And a side note, if you're in therapy and you don't feel you have a great relationship with your therapist, I promise there's one out there and you can, you'll be able to find it. It it makes a world of a difference. Um, and he was, he was very open to it and it was just more, you know, him exploring the feelings there and what, like, why do I want to explore these things? Um, and we didn't talk about it that much it was just like a you know a few sessions and when did I make the jump honestly I was just like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna you know go on a date with a girl I'm gonna see what it's like and we're gonna go from there and if I'm in and you know if I go and I'm like this is absolutely not for me then great question answered mm-hmm. um so I just really really jumped right in I'd say it's the one time in my life like like being like, oh, I'm going to go on that date is probably the only time in my life I didn't overthink something.
0: That's awesome because I'm sure if you started to think about it, if you started to be like, do I like want this? Like what? Like all of the what ifs and everything. I'm sure there would have been a lot of fears that came up with it, and I'm sure that's yeah. something that a lot of people struggle with where they want to explore but they're afraid and obviously i think as each year that goes on our like society and culture is becoming way more accepting and way more like arms wide open like be who you are love who you want which is amazing to see but that doesn't mean it's easy
1: totally totally doesn't mean it's easy it also doesn't negate you know the signs and the you know external forces that like you you had internally growing up it doesn't it doesn't change your experiences and Mm -hmm. and who you know it's it's different for someone who was born into this world but if you you know we grew up in a world that's totally different than where we are now and and I grew up in a in a small town where you know if someone was gay it was it was the talk of the town so you know it it wasn't really there um Mm -hmm. and you know, one of the things I think I'm happy why I didn't overthink it too much. And, you know, I'm sure we'll get into this later is I think if I had overthought it, I would have had more like, I would have felt more like I was a fraud. Like, who am I to go on a date with a woman? Like I'm, sh- I'm not gay, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that really would have stopped me if I um, had really thought about it. And, I, and I'm so happy that it, that it didn't.
0: Yeah, that's really great. And And again, like, props to you for just going for it. Thank you. So talk us through the date. How did you find the person to go on a date with? What was the date like? Yeah. Uh, what, what were you feeling on the date? What were you feeling after the date? Cause totally. I can imagine that was just like a whirlwind of an experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I matched with her on hinge. Um, and then we, Had you know? Wait. So did
0: you did you just change your preferences to like give you women to filter through, and then okay, cool. Yeah. And then what were you looking for? Like, how did you know like this girl would be the one? You know,
1: I did. I didn't really know what I was looking for. I had matched with a few other women, and the conversation just really flowed. And you know, we have some like so we had very similar values, and I you know related to them. Um, and then we, you know, when you're, if you're talking, you're dating, sometimes you follow people on Instagram before, sometimes you look at whatever. And I had a lot of mutual friends with this person. And so I was like, okay, like this feels like a safe space to start because clearly this, if, if people that I know, know this person, like, it's not like the, the odds of it being a disaster are slim, you know? Yeah. Um, and leading up to it, I was, I was so nervous, you know, I like, what do I wear? Is, 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 is a skirt okay? Is it not okay? Like, you know, just like freaking out. Um, and, but one of the things that was, was different than when I'd say when I would go on date with with guys it's like we were texting the whole time getting ready you know like are you bringing a coat are you you know are you wearing heels are you wearing uh-huh. flats so like that sort of really really helped calm the nerves because it was like yeah. okay we're in this together like we're excited um and I picked a restaurant that I, I get restaurant anxiety, also bad date anxiety. So I picked a restaurant that I know I like. I know I can eat the food. I know I like the drinks. Um, mm-hmm. So that just sort of eased it also because I, I wanted to, you know, minimize any external stresses that I normally have. Um, Definitely,
0: And I think that's just good advice advice in general for anyone on a first date, whether it's a first date with somebody you've never dated before, or like a type of person you've never dated before, or just a first date in general, like go somewhere where, you know, you're comfortable.
1: Totally. And and it really, you know, makes, made made a world of a difference. Um, and on the date, you know, I kept just, it felt natural. It felt, Like, you know, we, it was, it was very flowing. And, but, you know, I was very, very like aware, like, oh my gosh, like I'm on a date with a girl. Also like very aware the waitress probably thinks we're friends, you know, Mm. and, and like, is, is it okay to touch her hand? Is it okay to do this? Like, you know, I was much more in my head and aware that I was on a date than in such a different way than I am when I'm anxious and aware when I'm on a date with men.
0: Got it. And is that something that's continued as you've continued to date women?
1: Um, no, it it, it feels more natural now, you know? Okay. Um, Yeah. And, but, but sometimes, you know, sometimes I still do laugh. Like I wonder, especially, you know, I am... I am like a, you know, very femme presenting and I tend to also be attracted to femmes. So like, I just sometimes laugh, like, ha we're the, this waitress probably has no idea we're on a date, you know? Right. right. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, cool. So what, after that date were you like, okay, yes, this is like, I am definitely into women or like this woman, or like, did you like, hook up? Did you kiss? Like, how did totally. it end? And what were your afterthoughts and feelings?
1: Great question. Um, So it ended with a kiss. And I you know, the kiss felt so different than uh, a kiss with a man. Um, and, you know, and my friends were like, Oh, what was it like, like, describe it for me. And I was just like, it was it was soft. It was tender, you know, and they're like, give me more details. And I'm like, what, 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 what details would you give me if from a right, kiss? right. You, know? <laughs> like, you know, but it, it, it felt it felt good. And it didn't and it didn't feel like I don't want to be doing this. So I was like, okay, like let's keep exploring this. Um I don't know if I was like, oh my God, like she's the one. Um, but then, but like on that date, we made plans for a second date. Um and that was I, I met all of her friends, like we went out to a bar and you know and she was aware that this is my was my first experience with women, um, and like we were at the bar and like you know kissing each other. We're at a straight bar, and I was like very very uh, just aware of like you know, what are the men thinking? What are this? And, you know, what is is everybody looking at us? Um, Mm -hmm. and those are still some, some things that like thoughts that I have, but things that I'm, I'm working through and, you know, um, definitely they're, they're, there way less, but you know, it, it, it happens and it's something that I'm exploring and it's a part of the journey.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, And I can imagine that I would have those same thoughts going through my head. I think we live in such a world where, like you know, every people are watching and people yeah. are judging and people are coming up with their own stories in their head. So I think for most people, as as confident as they are, as good and as they feel about who they are, I think I can imagine that that's something that people are constantly thinking. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So you mentioned that she did know that this was your first experience with a woman. When did that come up? And. Is that something like where you, was it really comforting to you that you did communicate that to her and she was aware? Uh, I guess I'm thinking like for anyone listening who might want to do the same thing, like would they, like, would you recommend being open about that? Do you think that helped your experience?
1: I think so, so. I think you should absolutely be be open with it and be honest. I think that communication is is best and especially with anything any sexual experience in general. I I just think that it's you're being so vulnerable and you're you're putting yourself out there that really any communication is 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 you should communicate as much as possible. Um now for me for the, this specific scenario, do I think that the person was very sensitive to the fact that it was my first sexual experience and that I was saying that I was nervous and didn't know what to do and I was overwhelmed. Unfortunately, no, um, but I was happy for me that I that I shared my truth and, and yeah. expressed myself.
0: Yeah, and I think that's important in any situation. I mean, I know for me, on my first dating app date, obviously a little different, but, but still a first experience, yeah. I... I told the guy, I was like, I, I feel, I felt so like naive, but I was like, so like, have you like done this before? Like <laughs> gone on a dating app date? And like, he was like two years out of college. And I was like going into my senior year, like set, spending the summer in the city. And so he was like, yeah, obviously like, have you not? And I was like, first timer, like cheer. And then I was like, cheers to my first dating app date. And totally. I felt, it was so, I felt so embarrassed in hindsight, like I was like, I'm like, Oh my God, Alana, why? But (laughs) I, I knew I was nervous that, that I needed to say that for me. And once I said that, like, it was more just like, okay, like he knows where I'm at and like, I'm putting it out there. And it just felt good for me to be open like that.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You don't want, you know, you don't want to be focusing on that nerve. And once you say it sometimes it's, it's good to get it out in the air. So I, I agree.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about kind of what unfolded next. Like, were you at this point confident? Like, okay, yes, I am bisexual. Like this is this is a part of me. And this is something I want to continue to explore. And then what happened, I guess, when you actually decided to if you did come out to the people in your life, like what, what is that experience like? And like, what were your fears surrounding that? And also, like, what does coming out mean to you?
1: Okay. Awesome. Lot, a lot there. So if I (laughs) skip over any of it, just, um, let me know, uh, remind me. So with my first experience, you know, I, I think I went in very naive. Um, you know, I was hoping that, you know, the, the red flags and, and the, um, difficulties that that I had had with men, I was kind of hoping that, or not, not hoping, I just kind of assumed that they wouldn't be there when I was with a woman and, you know, lock up the draw. They were all there with, you know, this <laughs> person. Um, and so, you know, it didn't, it really didn't. And, and I look back at the whole experience fondly, but it, it really didn't end well for me. And I, you you know, dating women is, is so different. And I'm, and I'm, you know, well, I'm sure we'll get into that, but it moved so quickly. And it, it also wasn't, it wasn't the right person. You know, there were red flags and things that I couldn't really work through. And it, because it moved so quickly, I, after that, I, I knew, okay, I am identifying as bisexual, but I actually really need to put a pause on this. And I need to, like, take time to debrief and work through these things. And clearly, there are things that I need to uh, adjust my expectations and all of this. So I really did take a long time before I was ready to get back out there on the scene with women.
0: Yeah, I think that's really smart. And I think that's something that anyone should do, whether it's in in that type of experience, or just after an experience that like really doesn't align with what you want and what you value it's like taking a pause and being like okay this is what worked this is what didn't work this is what i can do better this is what i should look for instead of that and i think that's great that you did that because then it's like the only place you can go from there is up
1: totally totally um and so you know i before the first date I texted like most of my close friends and was like, Hey, I'm going on a date with a girl just wanted to update you. And people were like, what? Like, okay. Like this coming out of nowhere. And they
0: weren't expecting it at all.
1: Weren't expecting it at all. Um, and like, I'm, I'm a very sexual person, and but people were still like very surprised at this other part, which which I understand. Like I, you know, I'm very 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 straight presenting, you know. So mm-hmm. and and yeah. I know that, and we'll get into that when we talk about dating apps. Um, so I kind of just was like, I'm diving in. I'm telling people I don't want it to be a big thing. Here we are, blah 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 blah, and then the people who were closest to me would follow up and then the people that I felt safest with, I would tell them, you know, stories about how it was going. Mm -hmm. Um, and I am have a very close, you know, relationship with my family, but I, I have a lot of, I, I struggle with mental health. I have, you know, a lot of mental health difficulties and it's something that I was at the time I was exploring and I, I didn't feel that I, Sort of wanted to give them, you know, and, and whether this is right or wrong, I'm, I'm not, I'm not here to judge that. I, you know, didn't sort of want to give them another thing that they had to worry about for me. And so my whole, not my whole, some people in my family know, not everybody does, um, and and I'm okay with that. And I don't feel like when I'm around them, I'm hiding a part of me. It, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like that at all. But I, but I also still consider myself out you know, I'm out on Instagram in, uh, if you know, you know, kind of way my, you know, I have the, you know, bisexual flag in hearts on my profile. So like, if you're within the community or you're an ally or you're a safe person, you see my profile and you know, but if you're someone who's not, you know, you, you, you don't know. And that is a privilege that, comes with me identifying as bisexual that, you know, I can still sort of be straight passing in a way. Um, But a way, like something that I want to remind the listeners and and anyone who is, you know, thinking about coming out or it, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be this this huge thing once you post an instagram hi story hi i'm gay that doesn't make you any more queer than the person who is exploring their sexuality is married to their love of their life and they happen to be a man and they realize okay, I I have an attraction to women, but I'll never have an experience with a woman that doesn't make you any less bi queer, whatever you want to identify it as than the person who is shouting it from the rooftops. Um, and you know, and, and it, 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 it is, it can be an unsafe thing. Like, yes, we are in this world where it's, it's a safe, it's safer to be, to be gay, but it's, it's still a danger and it's okay. If you're protecting yourself, you don't owe coming out to anyone.
0: I love that. And I think that's a really good point. And yes, as much as we're in like a safer world, not it's, it's not necessarily safe for anyone. And that can depend on where you live. It can depend on what your religion is or what race you are. And so I love that you pointed that out. And I also think it's really true. Like no matter if you're somebody who is coming out and shouting it from the rooftops, or you're somebody who realized it internally, it's like you're that's it, it's who you are. And t- like letting people know if you decide to do that is just allowing you to kind of live your truth a little bit more.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yep. One thing that really, really helped me and that was exciting and that I really liked was meeting new people and, you know, people that didn't know the straight me and just introducing myself. Hi, I'm blank and and I'm bisexual and that's that's a part of me and who I am and and that was really freeing for me.
0: I can imagine. And I think that's really cool cuz then you don't have to like not that anyone ever has to explain, but you don't have to like go through, oh well like I was straight and then I realized I wasn't and then I tried it and then I was like, yeah, I'm into these different types of people, totally. all that. You can just say like this is me. Yeah. So, okay, let's get into the dating app conversation because I know you wanted to go back to that. And we talked about this before. So as we called out before, like you just kind of turned on the filter where instead of men, it was like multiple genders. And so what was that like? And what was it like, like having both like men and women and, and anyone else kind of appear in your feed but then also like did you change your profile like were you did you think to yourself oh like I want to be like a different version of me yeah what was that like
1: yeah so so first I changed my preference to both um but And then so then I would swipe and then I was like so sad because no women were popping up just because the, you know, there's so many more men out there than queer, lesbian, bi women. So Mm -hmm. when I am interested in now, when I'm interested in matching with women, I set my preferences to just women, because otherwise, they really don't pop up for me. And I really wasn't seeing them like, maybe it's like, every 20 swipes, there's one woman. And so that's um, what I did. And, and originally, I didn't change my profile, it was totally me. Um, and then after, you know, talking with people and and looking at other profiles, you know, I was very worried that my my profile that I had curated because your dating profiles are you know a curated piece of you um was very catered towards men and I was worried that women if they saw me they'd just be like oh she's just she's straight she's just like oh it would be fun to go on a date with a uh, to go on a date with a girl and she's not mm-hmm. actually bisexual or queer or gay um And so, and then I also looking at other women's profiles, I was like, okay, there's, you know, they're, they're different. So I did change my profile a little bit. Um, and there was a period where I was only swiping for women and that profile is much different than the profile that when I was just swiping for men, something that I wish dating apps had, like, I wish there was, you could have, like, I would pay extra money, you know, to be able to have two profiles, a profile that men see and a profile that women see. And it's so frustrating um, to have to, like, you know, do both. Um, Yeah,
0: I'm sure.
1: Yeah. And it's it's sad that I, uh, in both ways, that I, on both sides of the coin, that I have to change it. But once I, you know, made it a little more you know, my profile a little more queer, the likes started coming in. So I was like, okay, this is something that, that I have to do.
0: What were some of the changes you made?
1: Yeah, so, you know, it's like so funny. Um, So, you know, more a picture of me in Central Park with my friends, more outdoors, more casual, more laid back, less makeup, you know, but still me just like, I'd say, you know, me that like a guy would see on like a fifth date, you know, like Like a
0: stripped back version of you.
1: Absolutely. Stripped back version of me.
0: I love that. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. So as you're getting the more likes in and figuring out what version of you, you wanted to show off, what were the connections like, like, were you starting to really like connect with somebody either physically or emotionally? And how did you kind of figure out like what your type was
1: totally totally. Um so I figured out what my type was just sort of like exploring that out in the world um and like, you know, and just like looking at women and and who am I more attracted to? Just like, you know, how do you figure that out with with a guy? Yeah. Um and but I um when I was when I was swiping like I I realized and this is something that is, you know, similar with, with men also is, is, you know, religion is something that is important to me. And so I, you know, I knew that that's like a a safe space for me to be. And I really connect with people who identify as the same religion as me. And so, you know, that cut, that cut out, like a large part of the crowd, but luckily where I live, there's a dense population of uh, people. And Mm -hmm. so, um, and what was the connection? Like, you know, at first it was like, I would sort of had to like remind myself a little, like, okay, you're not texting a friend, like be a little flirty, you know? Um, And so, um, and it just, it really, the the communication is so different and, and women want, you know, women want connection and and want communication and and crave it. And and so it it really like moves a lot faster and you talk about deeper things so much more quickly, which can really in both ways be a positive and a negative, you know, in, in the negative space, if the person really isn't a match for you, once you, you bear your heart and your soul and, and, you know, whether that's physically or just, you know, emotionally, it's, it's harder to realize That like that might not be the right person for you.
0: Yeah, I I definitely can understand that, and I think it is really interesting that it's like that aspect of communication because I feel like in heterosexual relationships, it's it's always like like the girl is like dying to text more for for the most part. Obviously, there are exceptions, but. So it is interesting how like you know that and they know that, so you just finally do it rather than like playing those games.
1: Totally, but sometimes there's a little more of like who's gonna like when are we gonna be like can we get a drink? When are we after right, like we're talking? Who, the
0: gender roles are no longer there. Right, there so there are no ge-
1: exactly. So so sometimes like you talk for a really long time and then it just fizzles out because no one has the guts to ask the person out on a date. And and sometimes I was like really a missed opportunity, but like there, there's still so much room to get in your head. It's just in like such a different way. Um, So, which is something that, you know, it was really surprising for me and and fun to explore. Um, But something that I also think is really funny about, you know, you asked about, you know, your types and my, like, I'd say like, you know, my, my, type of woman, you know, is, you know, much different. Like, I, I don't think I would be attracted to them if they were a man, you know, like if it was the same person, but they were had all the same features, but as a as a man, I, I wouldn't be attracted to them. So that's something that is really funny to me that like my types are, are different.
0: That is really interesting. And like kind of cool to know what, like, what do you think those main differences are? If you don't mind me asking? No,
1: I mean, you know, if, if we're talking like looks, you know, is that's like what I'm thinking of. Like I, I generally, am I'd say like my go-to for men is like, you know, dark, a little nerdy, um, you know, I don't know. And light features, but dark, I, I don't know. And I love, like, i I love redheaded women like they really? are. Ju- I just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And I, um, you know what Fletcher, my queen, when she dyed her hair red, I was like, oh, she's even more my type, you know,
0: now we got to get Sophie Turner to, to go <laughs> I, red.
1: Oh, I mean, you know, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she looks great as a blonde too.
0: <laughs> of course. That's so funny. Okay. So one question I have, cause when you brought up like texting and, and talk, like having these like more deep conversations and stuff and I, I wonder how this ties into, f- like, friendships. And once you realized that you were interested in girls, did that actually impact any of your friendships, or did you have hind- any, like, hindsight about girls that you were previously friends with?
1: Yeah, that that's a really good question. Um, you know, so... I'm going to say something and that, and then I'll answer that. So one thing that if anyone is exploring or questioning or anything, the it's, it's great to tell your straight friends, but the one thing that I would, I would really suggest is, is even just find one queer gay anything friend that you can go to, even if it's, even if it's a gay guy and you're a girl, like anything, um, like that, that it really, it really helps you, to open up and to be able to like talk about the things that like a straight friend wouldn't really know how to answer and wouldn't really do that. So I, you know, and and it's okay to not go to your core group of friends for everything and, and just so just a reminder for that. Um so for me that was like one thing that really helped me. Um but so With my friends, I think that that was one of my fears about coming out was I, you know, I've always been like one of the guys. I've always been, you know, a a guy's girl and I've always had guy friends. And I was just, you know, really worried about would my female friendships change and are they going to be, you know, not wanting to, you know, they were, they were totally fine changing in front of me before, but now they're uncomfortable or, you know, they don't want to dance with me and one, right when I had just come out a really, really, really good friend of mine, you know, we were, we were joking around. Like we, we, you know, we're, we vibe very, very well together. We have a lot of fun together and we were dancing and whatever. And, you know, she like backed up on me a little. And then she was like, Oh, I can't do that. Like you're bi, you know, you're gay. And that like really, really broke my heart because it was like, like, I'm like, I'm like, don't cry. Um, it, because it just like it was. It was one of those moments where it was like I, I'm the same exact me as I was before. Like I'm not gonna turn you straighty. I'm not gonna try and come on to you. And, and you're my friend. And I I didn't really want any of that. You know, those relationships to change. And luckily, yeah. I think now, you know, and it and it was and I'll say it's adjustment for my friends too. Adjustment for the people in my life. You know, I have a queer friend now. Um, but as you know it's been a longer time that that really you know isn't an issue and and you know my friends still dance with me my friends still have fun and it um hasn't really you know been an issue um but you know you said you know looking back so it's it's so funny you know it it's so obvious to me now that I'm not straight when i look back at you know my friendships from the past and also like you know i growing up like allison stoner like i wanted to be her needed to be her wanted to be her friend and it's like now i i can identify like oh i had a crush on her like i Mm -hmm. you know like that's what that was and then when she came out that was really awesome for me because it was like oh my gosh look at that like you know (laughs) Uh, um and my super short show (laughs) yep yep um and you know, there, so it's funny, you know, you asked me earlier about my sexual, you know, experiences prior and looking back, there was one friend I had. And, you know, I think that definitely, definitely, I don't know what she identifies as, but like, we, I, I definitely had feelings for her and I, I, you know, I don't want to speak for her. Um, And, you know, when she had, a, I didn't understand why at the time when she had a boyfriend, was I jealous and, you know, all of those things. So looking back and like, there's someone from who I still remember from like camp who I and I'm like oh I had a crush on her like that wasn't I just didn't want to be her friend like it it, it wasn't that mm-hmm. um but you know with the friend in in minute it was a middle school friend and I actually had my first sexual experience I would say experiences with her but I really repressed them and blocked them out and didn't really give them any weight until I started exploring it more so like hindsight now it's like oh my gosh it was so obvious but again i'm not gay because i like men you know right yeah
0: yeah and and i'm sure a lot of people listening might be like oh shit like same
1: yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and, and I'm sure also a lot of people listening will be like, Oh, a lot of girls experiment with girls and, and for sure, you know, but I'm just saying that for me, the experience wasn't, you know, wasn't like, Oh, let's just make out with each other. So we know that we know that we're good when we make out with a guy. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't that it was, you know, it was more than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. And yeah. I mean, all of this, thank you for sharing. It's been, I, I feel like I really have learned a lot and I, I'm really excited for people to hear this episode, but we're not done. Um, What do you think you've kind of learned about yourself since exploring your sexuality and and coming to terms with the fact that you're bisexual?
1: Totally. Um, You know, I think I've learned a lot to not let the world stop me from being me you know, and that and that sounds so cliche and I'm saying it and no, I'm rolling. I'm rolling my eyes, like, you know, <laughs> listening to myself say it. But it but it's really true and and there it really helped me in a lot of other aspects of my life. You know, I have, you know, ADHD and I have anxiety and I have this and I have that and, and I'm quirky and these are all things, you know, that I've always struggled with because of the world telling me that the way that I am is wrong. And by just grasping my sexuality, like by the horns and embracing it really allowed me to embrace like all these other sides of me. Um, and, but you know, that being said, I, I still am, you know, deconstructing a lot of the, you know, the things that I was taught growing up. And, you know, it's like, people ask me, um, you know, oh, do you know, do you want to be with a man? Do you want to be with a woman end up with and, you know, Mm. I right now today, the way that I answer that is, is I think when I envision my, my life that I, that I'm going to end up with a man, but I'm also not 100% positive that when I'm saying that I'm saying that because that's actually what I want or I'm saying that because I still have all these walls and barriers that I need to internally break down to like yeah. fully accept like, you know, being having a wife and all of those things. So, you know, and I, and it's a forever process.
0: Absolutely. And I'm sure that's something that a lot of people struggle with because we grow up being taught that a family is a yep. man and a woman yep. having a having children together. And that's what it is. And we learn that in religion. We learn that in schools. We've learned it from from seeing it in movies, on TV, and reading about it in books. And of course, like we keep going back to, like things have gotten better and more inclusive. And we are seeing more same-sex couples in the media and in entertainment. But we're still, we were taught that everything was a certain way and that this would be our future. So it's like it's like thinking your whole life that I, I guess it's almost like if you thought that your parents were your parents. And then when you're 18, they tell you you were adopted. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's, it's like everything that you thought you knew is different and you have to kind of relearn and, and re gain like acceptance for what your future could be.
1: Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Very, very beautifully and well said.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I try. Um, One thing I definitely don't want to skip over is a question about like when you go on dates with guys, do you tell them that you also go on dates, not with guys? And what have their reactions been to that?
1: Great, great question. Um, you know, I think it depends on how the date is going. I think it depends on the vibe of the person. Um, but actually the first person the the first new person in my life that I met that I introduced myself to that that I'm by was actually um a guy that I was dating. And mm-hmm. he's he, you know, is has someone that has turned into into a friend in my life. Um and so I I do try to tell them, you know, if it's if it's a first date or I maybe not, you know, but it's also it's a part of me that I I really don't want to hide. Um and if we're getting if we're on a first date and it's there's real potential there. And we're talking to the nitty gritty. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell them. And, you know, maybe I say it flirty, you know, whatever. Um, and generally the reception is, is good, is, is good. Is, um And, but again, the question comes up, Oh, like they're say, Oh, oh that. Oh, that means like, well, I'm going to get to do more fun things with her, you know? And, and that's something that I, that I have to navigate. So sometimes I have to like put my foot down and, and pedal back a little. Um yeah. but I definitely do try try to tell them but there are absolutely people I go on dates with that I'm like you are not going to know this about me absolutely not like this date is not going well you don't I don't need to be vulnerable with you um but the same same thing honestly for women you know unfortunately you know, things have gotten a lot better, but unfortunately there is some bi-phobia within the queer community. It's it's much less than there used to be just because it's not, you know, people don't really understand it. And um, so I sometimes you know, might not tell a, a girl that I'm on a date with if, if I don't think the date is going well, that I'm not actually lesbian and that I'm also attracted to men because sometimes it's it's also not received well. So, you know, it's the conversations are much different, but it's mm-hmm. sort of like, tr- I'd say with all of this, just trust your gut and you know yourself best. And what, and, you know, if, if Dean, if it feels like danger, don't do it. Just, you know, yeah. be as safe as possible.
0: Yeah, I think that's really great advice. And and we've talked on this podcast about communicating different things, whether it's something medical, like a mental or physical illness or um, disability or loss of a loved one or something with religion yep. um, or a sexual experience. And, and I think the thing that it comes back to is like feeling comfortable and feeling like this is somebody I feel safe to tell this to. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When it when it comes to dating women, I guess one of my biggest questions is like, if you're dating or like going on dates with a woman, do you have that kind of inkling of like jealousy? If they say they're hanging out with like a friend that's a girl, or if you don't you know that like they're by, like and they're either hanging out with a girlfriend or a guy friend or a guy that's bi hanging out with another guy, like totally. how I feel like there's like we're such humans like are Instinctly jealous, and that just adds another layer to like being jealous. Totally, because t- you don't know.
1: I, I mean, absolutely. I think that you know, one thing you know for for women is you know you you tend to when you break up, you're either best friends or your enemies, and so if it's like an ex girlfriend, that's when I tend to like be a little more weary, you know, or or an ex boyfriend, but. But because I, I think it's it's really you know some for some reason, really not that big of an issue for me, but I think it's because if it was, it'd be so hypocritical of me. Because I love my female friendships and I love mm-hmm. my male friendships. And, you know, I, my, like one of my best friends, like in, in the world, like we snuggle, we cuddle, we do all these things, but it's very, very platonic. And, and I mm-hmm. think that there's a beauty in that. And I think that when the world shuts off, you know, the platonic affection that, that can really, and you only leave that for within a relationship, it can leave the space for their, for the relationship to not be as safe. So yeah. I, it's re, it really isn't an issue for me, but it is an issue for a lot of other people. But you know, for some reason that's, it's, you know, it's just not.
0: Yeah. Unless, well, it's, an glad-
1: X. Unless it's an ex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course. And I'm glad that you're able to navigate it. And yeah, we all, we all have our own things that, that get to us. Yeah. Um, okay. So before we go, I, well, the last questions I have is really about what, from everything that you've learned about yourself and about human connection and your experience, what do you wish other people knew about what this journey is like, what it's like to explore your sexuality and and rediscover who you are, whether it's somebody who's going through it or considering going through it or somebody on the outside who is straight and not questioning it, but wants to understand it further as an ally.
1: Totally, totally. So, you know, if, if you're someone who's questioning, you know, I, I want to, you know, remind you it's, it's okay. It's okay to question. And and it's okay to question and to find out that you're straight and that doesn't, that's not a bad thing. You know, you, you want it to, you want to explore it. And something that, you know, for, for allies that I, I wish they knew is, you know, if I don't want to invite you into this space yet, or I don't want to tell you this or, or anything like, Please don't take offense to that and don't don't think that that means that I love you any less or I don't think that you're a safe person. It's just um you know I'm trying to figure out me. Um and I just you know it's I wish that the world and maybe they do, but I it, it takes a lot of bravery to come out and to and to do this and to explore it and as the world becomes more accepting of it, I worry that that is going to be diminished and that it's just like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, whatever. And it, and that can be for some people, but I just, you know, hope that people remember that like it, it is an internal struggle. It is something that it, you know, you really are dealing with and just to, you know, be there for the person, however they tell you, and, and it might not be what you think they need you to be there for, but trust trust the person that when they need you they'll come to you. That's that's probably my biggest thing.
0: I love that. That was beautiful and I definitely want to end on that because it was really really well said. Thank you again so much for being here and for opening up and being willing to talk about your experience and to everyone listening, thank you so much for tuning into unfiltered and to seeing other people as always. And I Like this episode and this recording just, again, makes me so proud of this community and that everyone is so willing to really just like be open and and learn about each other's experiences and just become better. So thank you.
1: Well, you know, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be a part of the Seeing Other People family um, and, you know, the last thing I want to say is is this is an anonymous series, but if if any of the listeners you know I said it's important to you know if you're questioning to to find someone, if you don't feel that you have anyone, you know I am friends with Alana, she knows who I am and and if you're questioning and you need someone to talk to, you go through her and she can put us in touch.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm sure you will be doing the story takeover. So if you're listening to this show to this episode, the day it comes out, um, head to the seeing other people Instagram, that's Instagram.com at slash seeing other people. And um, stay tuned for the anonymous takeover tomorrow where you can ask your questions uh you can vote on all the polls about this topic and if you are listening to this after it comes out then still head to the seeing other people instagram because it will be saved in a story highlight all right we'll see you next time